chronic thinkers welcome back to another episode of the chronic thoughts podcast this is one of your hosts it's angelo aka your friendly neighborhood nerd and your other host jake aka the daily schwab word we don't really have anything extremely specific to talk about um today just a lot of a lot of news a lot of news (laughs) Hmm, quite the real yeah, uh, you want to start with like uh, some trailers? Um, I'm down if you want to. Yeah, I think the biggest one is the most recent Flash trailer. Again. Yeah, want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> yeah, that was very sick. You um, saw a lot more of <clears throat> Keaton's Batman. Um, one thing that stood out to me is that interesting line where he, he kind of seems... I don't know, like slightly jealous that Barry was able to use his abilities to actually get his parents back, even though I'm sure at that point in the film, they probably don't realize the repercussions that that's going to take fold. Um, But I don't know, the way he delivered that line, it kind of makes me wonder if if he's going to try to push Barry to further break the multiverse, like is he going to try to push him to get his parents back? And maybe that's how we'll see a version of, um, like, uh, his father, Batman. Like, Thomas maybe. Wayne, Batman. Maybe. I mean, I there's, like, I don't know. Because the way I saw it was it definitely reminded me of the Flashpoint animated movie, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, with their whole conversations, like, the different versions between Thomas and Bruce uh, at the beginning and the end. And, like, obviously during the movie. But um i think there will be multiple like travel points i feel like for sure like i feel like he's gonna try to do something or maybe even i don't know because i know he loses his powers like that's a whole part of it and then he does the experiment to get him back and it looks like they're doing that in the preview for sure but yeah i just want to know when exactly he loses his powers after he goes like and fixes everything yeah sure that yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe he could, maybe they could be jumping, like you said, into multiple different realities, kind of definitely one upping uh, Spider Man and <clears throat> Doctor Strange. Um, but maybe, like, he doesn't lose them right away. Maybe, like, they kind of drain, they drain him of his abilities by making him try to do this several times. And then that's how it breaks. Cause I don't know. If it does happen this way, then that's fine. But I don't see, like, the one, like, mission to save his parents, like, the only thing that will completely shatter the multiverse, as it seems like it's going to, like, seriously fuck up. Like, it doesn't seem like it's just going to be, like, the flashpoint that we're used to. Yeah, like, it's definitely a different version. Um, Because I know, like... Ben Affleck's Batman's like saying to him, like, even like, you know, given your power, like I, you know, I like, he's like, I don't, I don't know, but it's just, I don't know. That's like the whole argument of it is like, he probably does want to do just good overall Barry. And that was like a rumor way long ago is that he does fix more than one thing in the timeline. Like, that's like the reason um, we have Supergirl instead of Superman, like trying to, I think in a sense, like everything he did kind of tried to like, make just an overall perfect timeline but it ended up resulting in no clark kent 
freaking i think wonder woman's supposed to appear in the movie so i don't know if that's going to be in the flashpoint timeline and maybe that's just part of what we're not seeing because i know the whole amazonian atlantean war is like a huge part of that whole animated and comic run yeah yeah certainly uh, yeah i saw that rumor that wonder woman was going to be in it so i i imagine she's popping up everywhere <laughs> pretty much i mean well at least there's gonna be a stun double and then they're just gonna paste her face on there like it is <laughs> yeah. but yeah um but no it'll it'll be interesting though i mean i feel like there's definitely gonna be more cameos like in the gauntlet that they're not like telling us about i don't know i feel like we'll definitely get jason momoa as aquaman honestly i could see a fucked up version and maybe like the version where he's like got like his arm cut off and he's got like a little spear arm and shit Maybe that's why he's chubby and fast and the furious. Maybe he'll be like an old chubby version of Aquaman. <laughs> Fat Thor version of Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, there's a lot they can do. Yep. Speaking of uh, like kind of hidden cameos that they're holding back, I know like they're kind of holding back the villainous speedster even though it's kind of obvious that it's going to be the other barry um it's not quite obvious if he's going to be zoom even though there was that picture with the spikes kind of growing out of him or i've seen like i forgot what the other one is like the blue one i um i did see that it's going to be dark flash like by association which usually that's like more of like a corrupted version i think of zoom or something like that or at least that's how they adapted it in the show um not sure if that's how it exactly carries in every comic but i know it's like whenever there's definitely like a lot of time travel involved there's like corruption in the speed force that can kind of either target or just kind of like go after like speedsters and it's just i think that's what's going to happen is he's going to start to kind of like you know obviously he's like you know no no one dies like there's like that whole like he like realizes yeah. that in order to fix everything, his parent or his mom has to die and his dad has to go to jail. Like everything has to happen out was supposed to, but you know, he doesn't understand that cause he grew up living like a normal life. Yeah, exactly. And that's another thing. Like, um, it kind of seems like the main Barry is going to have to, at least for this timeline and for that version of like the other Barry, like Barry number two, right. um, it seems like Barry number one is going to have to like force his mother's death. But that kind of like begs the question is is Eobard going to be involved at all? Like, are we going to see him? Cause he's the one who's responsible typically for Barry's mother's death. Um, I, I think they're hiding it. Yeah. That's my hope. And if, if so, I can't wait to see who's going to play him. Yeah, because, like, the fact that we have Dark Flash, like, leaked and all of this stuff, I feel like that's definitely the case. Either that or, um, I don't know, my, my it's something that kind of just, like, popped up, like, recently after watching the trailer a couple times when it came out. But uh, Dark Flash could be going after Barry. Like, he could already have been transformed, you know, trying to, like, travel through time, uh, basically going through a different time. Tries to go for Barry, kills the mom by accident kind of yeah. comes full circle moment and then yeah. whatever ends up happening whether he just gets eliminated by time because then he ceases to exist because then in the circle is complete or whatever so then technically you could i guess set a new version if they want to re you know if they want to fix it down the line they can but at least have it be like where barry's his own villain in a sense that'd be cool 
I, I wouldn't mind that. Um, we got the, there's that quick part when they're talking to, um, uh, was she Supergirl or Superwoman? Supergirl. Okay, yeah, when they're talking to Supergirl, um, and they're talking about the S on her chest, and she asks if they know the meaning, and Barry says hope, and it kind of cuts off. That's certainly not the meaning. I wonder what the fuck it's going to be, because there's got to be... Like a change where it's something else now? I'm wondering if it means, like, I don't know, like, like conquer or or something to do. I feel like she's going to be a Zod. Well, yeah, like with her hair color, I could see it. Yeah, I don't think she's going to be, like, part of the House of L at all. I think that's going to be another twist is that, I don't know. Because, I mean, they could. I mean, because they're making the new Supergirl movie anyways. So either way, like, this version doesn't have to be, like, a set in stone. It can just be whatever they want it to be. So, I mean, in theory, I mean, I could see that being a thing, whether she's, like the daughter, the niece, like somehow related to Zod in some way. Like I could definitely see that for sure. That would make a lot of sense. I think that's going to, that would make sense to me to kind of push like her want to attack Zod. And maybe that whole, like, what did you do when she's screaming? Maybe um, he's like talking about how he already killed like uh, Cal-El as an infant, you know, that maybe, maybe she got sent there and stuff. That's what I'm thinking is that he kind of beat fucking uh, Clark's dad, like real dad, to like the punch and actually got her out of there prior Jor-El. to Yeah, he beat Jor-El very much. Still still killed him, but just, you know, kind of like maybe a lot faster. I can't wait. I'm so fucking excited for Michael Shannon. That's the sickest thing. Michael Shannon, I anywhere he goes, I enjoy him. I mean... <laughs> We could definitely yeah. talk about something involving that later, but um, no, I uh, I really enjoy him. Like any of his roles, even God, that awful uh, Shape of Water movie. I personally am not a fan, but he was great in that um, movie. I got mixed feelings about that one, but yeah, he was one of the better parts. Yeah, like even like some something like that. Like even like you know, just anywhere. I'm like, okay, at least you know you're elevating wherever you're at. Like any part of a performance you're in, like even any series. But yeah, I. I loved his Zod in the Man of Steel movie, so I mean, getting to see a different interpretation around it, especially with more heroes involved, including Batman. I mean, damn, that's pretty sick. Wonder if they're gonna get me like Bruce and Zod quotes going toe to toe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they're doing quotes back and back, and they're doing like the "Let's get nuts" and all, um, I would really love to hear Michael Shannon scream, "I will find him, bro!" If I could hear it one more time, God, or he like does. A version. That'd be something sick. yeah like or if it if it really is like she's part of like kent's like house then just like you know i will find her instead of i will find yeah. him like something you know just to kind of twist it like that'd be pretty awesome yes please god but yeah those are all the notes i have for flash um I'm trying to think the other things i had flash i feel like i don't know i i know like obviously we see um, Ben Affleck's Batman, like in the beginning. I don't think we're gonna. Now that I think about it more, I don't think we're gonna see any other Batman. Maybe like a like a 
a flash maybe perhaps like when he's going through time like mm-hmm. he's like seeing different like moments in time and whatnot like maybe like a glimpse of like different ones or other heroes per se but i don't think we're gonna get like a full-on like you know in the suit and all that like christian bale or anybody i've seen a, a rumor that, i don't know about christian bale but i think i saw a rumor that Clooney's gonna come back with the nips Ooh, I mean, if that's <laughs> if they get Nips Batman back, I mean, hey, I'm taking some Nips. <laughs> Imagine if that's Thomas Wayne Batman. <laughs> that's what I was kind of thinking for a second too, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> just make him a little more extended too, just to push the hard R for his Batman type. <laughs> that'd be that'd be fine for me. No, but I mean, I I still liked his portrayal. I just that suit was just a not not a good taste. Like I was just. But I don't know. I, I think there's definitely going to be some more cameos, though, that they have hidden that's, I don't know, I'm hoping Reverse Flash is in it, but I still think that very, very thing could be a possibility. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. It'll add to the whole paradoxal nature of the movie. Right, and like the kind of like grandfather paradox in a sense, if you will, like that whole aspect of it. Because I mean, we've seen that before in other projects, but some of them tackle it better than others, so we'll see how they deal with it. Um, on to another trailer that we didn't, I mean, we didn't get to see it, but <laughs> it was released and some people saw it and then they described it to us. So. Ah, yes. <laughs> Craven, um, Craven the Hunter, which is the newest Sony reboot off, or not reboot, sorry, Sony spinoff, um, from the Spider-Man franchise. Um, the reason I say reboot is... From the sounds of it, it kind of seems like a, a, like not exactly like a character reboot, but like a, a soft reboot from Morbius. Like, like this is the right writing the wrong, <laughs> that so to speak of what came out. Um, oh, I get you for like this like external whatever Sinister Six kind of thing they're trying to set up. Yeah, just like uh, it, it, it just seems like they're going with a, a much darker tone, which is pretty unexpected at least for me for Craven um I know they did try to go with a little bit of a darker route for Morbius but that obviously failed for the most part um so I think this is like their way of saying like sorry this is this is what you wanted right honestly I've been wanting that apology since Venom 2 because I was supposed to be rated R as well Oh, oh, 100%. Yeah, especially when you see the behind the scenes of Carnage. Oh, fucking priest it out. Yeah, dude. Like, come on. I want all that stuff. I want him, like, brutally, like, you know, I mean, it's that's what he does in the comics. He is a brutal murderer. Like, that's just who Cletus Cassidy is. But I don't yeah. know. I, either way, I digress. But no, Craven, it's, it does sound like a good movie. I mean, like we talked about, I was personally happy with the casting for Aaron Taylor Johnson. It's obviously a little confusing with. Quicksilver, so you don't really know, you know, you you can assume it's a different timeline, but you're not always so sure until they, you know, confirm everything. Yeah, that's the tough thing. I mean, that's the tough thing, but I guess it kind of makes sense when you're making this cinematic universe and you're trying to make it all connect as, you know, multiverse and variants, people can look similar or go down different paths, so to speak. Um, so I guess it's okay, but it really bugs me when they recast, like, not recast, but when they, you know, use the same actors again, like, you know, recast in that aspect. 
Right. Like, it's one thing with Gemma Chan from Captain Marvel to Eternals, because you can't even tell the difference, to be honest, with the makeup on her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That 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 was able to slide. Um, don't fucking mention Josh Brolin, because I'll go off. <laughs> but this, this is okay. Um, he looks like he's going to be good. Uh, I guess the trailer shows a very R rating with um, him attacking a, a, a convoy of soldiers going so far as to bite somebody's nose off his face and being all bloody and then throwing a bear trap at somebody's head. I heard about that. Yeah, the bear trap. That's, that was freaking gnarly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm always triggered with bear traps because of Resident Evil 4, so... <laughs> I wonder if we're going to get some gunplay, like maybe some, maybe John Wick style gunplay, because I know he trains like with Terran Tactical, Aaron Taylor Johnson, so I mean, he's got some skill. Yeah, 100%. And we can talk about his skill later on as well. (laughs) But um, 100%, like, I think this movie is going to be really sick. It's interesting, like, I don't know. It's very weird when they were discussing that Craven's gonna be a, a a lover of the like the wilderness of the natural world or whatever, even though he's a fucking hunter. That's what I didn't really understand. So I'm wondering if he's like a contractor in that sense, like a literally just a hunter of people. Like that'd be cool. That's always what I, you know, that was always my idea. I had like a small idea for what. I would want a Spider-Man sequel to be, which would have involved Craven, and yeah, it would have just been him as a contract killer. So I, I wouldn't mind that at all. In fact, I would ask for a check. But um. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I, I definitely think it's definitely going to be something kind of like that because I know they talk about poachers and you know him brutally freaking murdering po- poachers. So I mean, I could see something like that to where at least that's maybe his profession is like some kind of contract work or something but um the r rating definitely gets me excited though especially with what's apparently described as our official villain the rhino yeah very sick and a fucking full-on anamorphic rhino not some fucking giamatti cgi suit yeah, that doesn't even look that even close at all. Yeah, it, it sounds like he's got some sort of serum or maybe some sort of like Hulk-like ability where he does transform into an actual rhinoceros-style beast man, um, which I always preferred. I love the look from like the original Spider-Man 1 uh, PS1 game, you know, where you just see his little face yeah yeah a tiny little bit (laughs) yeah like um that'd be very sick um especially if you know the plot has something to do with poachers i can definitely see them harvesting maybe they're trying to make some sort of mutants or some sort of enhanced individuals a replica of the super soldier serum maybe even they could be trying to replicate uh spider-man you know with other types of animal human hybrids so they're poaching these animals to get their dna or something like that Um, that would actually make a lot of sense they could even like save that if that is the idea for like a credit scene type of thing to you know continue this whole whatever kind of build up they're doing because i mean obviously it seems like they are still adamant about doing like a true sinister six for some kind of spider-man project Mm -hmm. and that's the cool thing about 
you know, if they do go down this route, um, luckily Spider-Man has a lot of animal-themed villains. <laughs> so <laughs> um, we already got the tease for the Vulture. So if they want to include Michael Keaton's Vulture, they could actually imbue him with Vulture DNA and we could have a true Vulture. Um, cause, I mean, I loved his Stark tech or I guess Chitauri tech um, wings, but I'd like to see some organic wings organic wings or something like uh like the design more so in uh like the ps4 game because i feel like that's that's like a really cool one too especially with like the fact that his suit is kind of like enhancing his cancer in a sense like he's not really benefiting (laughs) yeah yeah but um yeah no something like that i don't know and that's like what i was like thinking about like with rhino is like i think once he transforms it's gonna be kind of like the sense of you know with the suit in the comics like you can't get the suit off stuff like that like in like the game and whatnot um i think it's gonna be the sense you just can't change back and he's stuck like that yeah that'd be cool but um, i could see something along those lines do we have any guesses as to who the rhino is gonna be played by um someone said it let me pull it up real quick someone had mentioned who rhino is played by actually oh fuck yeah <laughs> Hell yeah. Alessandro Navola. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> he Oh, you know what? Okay, he was in um I've seen this movie Many Saints of New York. It's the prequel to the Sopranos. Um Oh, oh I see. He played yeah, he plays I do believe Christopher's dad is the one he was playing, which is like one of the main guys, but he's a uh, yeah, he's actually a pretty solid actor. At least he wasn't that. Um says he was in Jurassic Park 3. Oh, wait, was he? Oh, fuck. That's insane. I think he was... Billy. Yeah, he, he played Billy in Jurassic Park 3. Interesting. Freaking... God, I thought I recognized his face from something else, but... Oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> no. He, um, he's kind of pops up in, like, like, a few things. I haven't really seen, like, a whole lot of... I mean, he was, like, a minor character, it says, in Face Off, but... I haven't seen that movie in ages, so I wouldn't recognize him in it. I just know Nick Cage and freaking John Travolta. <laughs> but, well, that's crazy. Well, fuck. Hell yeah. Can't wait to see what he looks like then. Yeah, no, I'm definitely excited, especially, yeah, like with the whole transformation thing. That's going to be really cool. But um, definitely excited. Uh, I'm looking forward to more of their projects, like the Madam Web one. They've like leaked a lot of like the set photos that they're doing when I think they're in New York and whatnot. And, seems that like interesting sounds, that one sounds fucking crazy it sounds like it's gonna be like spider-man terminator 2 yeah like it, it honestly it sounds like uh across the spider-verse live action but with like a different villain going after like some kind of like apparently peter baby still in the womb right? yeah mm-hmm. so i mean i'm assuming that's gonna be like the whole thing is like a bunch of people are teaming up like oh no we gotta protect this peter but i i just want to know if it's gonna be like if that's really like going to be like Tom's uncle Ben or like whatever, or his like dad or whatever, like if that's what we're going to get, but I don't know. It'd be kind of interesting. Oh yeah. That'd be fucking sick. But yeah. Oh yeah. I guess. Cause then you got to like solidify why it's like so important to protect that one specifically too, over like, you know, all these other ones in this vast multiverse. Yeah. True that. Damn. Because, uh, I mean, Adam McKay, I mean, I could kind of see that. Yeah, I didn't even fucking think of that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, no, that's gonna be that's gonna be a really good one. I don't know. The cast looks really good for it too. Definitely a lot of different uh, spider spider people in general that I'm just excited to see. Yeah, that's what I like about it. There's just so many different versions at this point. Because I mean, I don't know. I've always liked the Spider-Man side of things more. So getting all these villain movies and all these side stories, it's actually kind of cool. And now that they're starting to get the hang of it, I mean, at first it was a little rough. I, I have mixed thoughts about the first venom second venom as well but i don't know thinking they'll hit their stride with craven yeah i think the 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 two venoms are kind of solid i mean i don't think that they're great but i don't hate them they pass the they pass the test for sure yeah <laughs> like a solid like for me like probably one i'd give it like a 75 two i'd give it like a 68 yeah that's fair we have we didn't get a trailer per se, um, but we did get a lot of new information and some images. First looks for Dune Part Two, yes. um, and um, the director made sure to clarify that this is not a sequel; it is a part two. So this is like like the movie is fucking Dune. And that's like act one and this is act two and i think he said he went into ridiculous fucking detail to pick up extremely right after the movie left off which i do believe um it leaves off with uh, i'm drawing a blank with her name the actress's name well, that's her character Yes, yeah, Cynthia. <laughs> like it's like her face, like with like the like the sun shining on her right at the end there. Yeah, so it ends off with um, Zendaya's Chani um, starting to take in Paul Atreides into their people, and he kind of looks off into the distance, and they see their uh, their first kind of showing of them riding the sandworms, which is very sick. So. I guess we should pick up pick up immediately right there, which will be very cool. Um, it has been reported that this whole movie has been shot 100% in IMAX, which is crazy as fuck. Now I have to go to an IMAX theater to watch this. Um, there's also going to be a lot more action in this film than the first one, which makes sense. The first one's a lot more of the philosophical world building aspect um, now it's time for them to train if you know the overarching story and there's also going to be a lot more practical sets including a practical shy halud fucking sandworm that they're going to be riding which is crazy i saw that i'm so stoked for that honestly um the movie's already beautiful enough the first one but there i saw a little interview with the actress who plays um Paul Atreides' mother, the the um, princess or the queen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, she said that she loved the first one, but the second one is just so much better. Like, there's a lot more heart and there's a lot more action, and it really picks up, like in terms of story. And I am so fucking excited because I'm a huge Dune fan. I love the whole story, and. I'm still holding out hope that this film is going to end with another cliffhanger and we're going to get a part three tease because I really want a trilogy. I could see it because Villanueva said that he does want to kind of expand on things. 
he's said that in the past at least. So, I mean, I could see them doing something to keep pushing on to even just fully encompass like the story and do it justice because I don't know. I haven't read the book. Uh, My friend told me about the original movie and I watched it after the first part of the new one came out. So, I mean, I didn't really like grow up on it. I had heard about it, but I knew it was like, you know, kind of like the blueprint for things like star Wars and whatnot. So, I mean, I don't know. It was really cool to go back and check that out and the style of it, but I'm definitely really excited to see where they go forward. Cause I mean, obviously the whole direct continuation that's, we've seen that in other like two parter kind of things, but it doesn't always translate as well. Like you can kind of nitpick things and the fact that he's kind of taking these measures to make sure that they do it right to where say, if you have those people like myself and I'm sure you are, you're going to want to watch the first part pretty close to when you go see the second one, just to kind of like recap. And then, yeah, like that way when you go there in the theater, it's just going to be like, Oh my God. Yeah. It's literally right. Watch that fucking last scene as the trailers end in the theater on my phone and I'm going to look up and I want to see if it matches up. That's what I want to do as well. Honestly, (laughs) like just kind of like see real quick. But um, I also saw for like the pictures, got another Mm -hmm. look at guy. We were just talking about Mr. Josh Brolin back again. Freaking God. I'm so excited. Thank God we got um, uh, a look at Javier Bardem's Stilgar, which is going to be very cool. Um, Another look at Paul, which I mean, he looks like Paul. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, same, same for Chani. Um, Florence Pugh. Mm. Florence Pugh is the queen. Um, She's going to be very important to the story going forward, Um, which is why I think the fact that they're introducing her barely in the second film just kind of hopefully sets up that they are doing another part just because there's so much to explain with her and the emperor himself which we haven't even gotten a look at yet but the emperor played by christopher walken is going to be fucking sick yeah no i i'm excited for that honestly i'm really freaking excited because i mean there's just so many things to it where we just we just got like you said we just got the introduction we got the setup you know we got to get comfortable in this world and understand what it's going to be like for this new iteration and it's i don't know villanueva he is a terrific director as is so i mean i was already excited when i knew he was going to be coming on for the first part like it's i don't know i just knew that he was going to do it a good job at least like you know the costume design everything it just definitely really encapsulates like feeling like this is a realistic like sci-fi universe yep um see we also got uh another look at baron harkonnen taking his little Bath. Yeah, and his goop and his milk his bath. Little, yeah, his little fucking breast milk. He's got Cambodian breast milk. <laughs> Taking a bath. That's what happens to Luthen after uh, all the events of uh, Rogue One. Just kind of yep. goes off chilling, living in the yep. back. To... <laughs> he becomes fat. Just like the Empire. <laughs> just like the very people he swore to take down. <laughs> um. The thing that got me most excited for these images and out of all of this news is we got the first look, even though it's the smallest tease, of Fade. Um, Yeah, by Austin Butler. My God. First of all, that character as a whole, I really love and I've been so excited to see him, especially in this new um, iteration. Um, I think Austin Butler is an incredible choice. He... 
fucking really sold me. I think he sold a lot of people since Elvis. Oh, um, yeah. I keep telling a lot of my homies, he very much reminds me of um, Heath Ledger if the Sir would have continued, um, you know, would have taken a different route in his life, I suppose. I could um, definitely see it. I think uh, we're going to see a lot of dedication and a lot of just like hard work and just seeing him throw himself into a lot of characters, not just um, in Dune, but future projects. I think he's going to be a fucking God tier uh, performer very soon. Um, I agree. He's he's been on a climb fast, and I love it because he. I, I don't know. That's like one of my grandma's favorite movies is the new Elvis movie because she was like a huge. She's like a diehard Elvis fan. Always been one. So I mean, she went and saw it with her friends, and yeah, that's that's like one of her favorites. Yeah, I loved it. Um, there are some who still fucking drinking on their haterade who say that it's annoying that he kept the voice or whatever, but I don't think they understand like the type of strenuous work that you have to do when you're pretending to be a completely different person for almost a year if maybe not over a year um and i think this movie and this performance dune and fade harkonnen is going to really shut a lot of the haters up like i think people are gonna fucking swoon over this man um the look is very interesting to me um Austin Butler's kind of like a handsome fucking dude. I kind of assumed that they would lean into that a little more, but his haircut looks a little fucking crazy. He looks a little, a little <laughs> psychotic, and I think that they're hiding his face for a reason. I wouldn't be shocked if they fucking like shaved his eyebrows off or something like that, something crazy. That's what I'm expecting. Someone made like a concept poster where like I don't think they got the hair right. Like it looks like he's like fully bald, but they didn't like put any eyebrows on him. So I think it's gonna be something like that. Cause I don't know. It's either that or like maybe they'll add some sort of like scarring or something. I don't know. I could just see him being like this just very threatening, just like presence, whether he's in speaking, like or just you know, just being there. I could definitely see him bringing that heavy oh. energy. It's going to be both for sure. He's definitely just, I don't know. I'm excited just to see more brutality as well, because the first movie, like you just got to see like the, just the cusp of what the people in this universe are capable of and how they fight. You know, you got to see just these little elements. I mean, my favorite part was the whole attack on the base scene. Like that was just, I mean, the the whole, yeah, dude, like, oh my God, the bagpipes playing and everything. I just, uh, I haven't seen a scene that epic in a theater in a minute. And that's the thing is that in the in the story, the Harkonnens are the most ruthless fighters in you know in the whole galaxy. Like, like they're fucking sick and twisted. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, most people, it, it, it it's kind of not very spilled out in this new film, but uh, and I think a lot of people kind of glossed over it, but. Um, the House Harkonnen and the House Atreides, they are relatives. They're cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know they do talk about that. Yeah. Like it's, cousin. It's, yeah, it's like very brief. Um, so Fade and Paul are not like exactly cousins, but they're like, I mean, they are cousins, but they're, they're like, like distant, distant cousins. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
the whole point of fate is that he's very much the antithesis to Paul. Um, he's they grow up and they they've grown up in like a very similar right to where they are the prince of their family and they are they're like on this know, groomed path in a sense. Yes, but it uh, it's clear that they both the way that they were trained and stuff is very different. Like, um, fate is supposed to be sadistic, but like extremely skilled. Um, they, some people have described Austin Butler's performance as an Olympic sword master mixed with a psychotic Mick Jagger, which definitely makes sense, especially if you've seen the original film, Mm because originally fade was, um, played by sting which is very fucking sick yeah um, but he was very showboaty and he's very like i don't know like he's he, he he's very showboaty he's very over the top and but like the way like they look at him like the harkonnens are a little fucked like um raban is like a, an albino Drax or fucking batista you know, the way he looks is like very albino and stuff like that. Um, the Baron is very deformed and fucking grotesque, but Fade is supposed to be almost very close to like a twin of Paul. Like he's supposed to be one of the more beautiful looking ones. So that's why it's very interesting to me that it kind of seems like they're kind of going with a, a little twisted look. Um, Whereas maybe perfect parallel in a sense. Yeah, exactly. But um, the fact that they're calling him a psychotic Mick Jagger, I think it excites me because it, it, it shows that even though like maybe his look is going to be a little twisted, like he's still going to have that crazy presence about him. Like, you know, heads are going to turn when he enters the room type of aura. I could definitely see that. It's going to be like everyone kind of stops what they're doing type of thing. And then uh, we also got to see the look at uh, Lady Margot. Mm-hmm. Freaking, uh, what's her, I can't remember, can't pronounce her name, Leia. Say, I don't even, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to butcher that. But she, she was in Mission Impossible 4. She got kicked out of the, the Burj Khalifa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, she's looking good. Everybody's costume looks very on point. Um, it, I don't know, it just looks very unique. Um, like, it looks, and and that's the whole point of the movie as well. Um, it looks like it's very, I don't know, like they kind of look like they're ancient robes, like they're not like brand new, like, I fucking just wove this bitch today, you know, like they look like they're respected ancient garments or clothing or even like the the still suits like they look old and handed down they don't look like brand new um which just kind of shows like this conflict is like right in the middle of this world like this isn't like a brand new earth is dying we have to find a new planet type shit like fucking we're way on the future like separate yourself from anything that you fucking know as reality like this is way this is a distant fucking time 
Yeah, like this is a whole different way of life, a whole different, you know, culture, like just everything to it. It just, it's a whole, you and, you know, the normal person being plucked and put in this world would not understand how it works. Yeah, exactly. And just the little details that they put in the costumes, like really sell that to me. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You can definitely see the uh, the rite of passage, the the constant like the wear from, you know, handing down the constant like succession of just mm -hmm. you know the families and everything. You can see that there's age to a lot of things, and that there's definitely just that continuance. There's that sense of just prolonging pretty much the chain of like whether it's family, whether it's rule, whether it's you know they definitely like you said it's been going for quite a while this is definitely an existing universe this isn't something new this isn't you know this isn't just happening now like it's they've all known what's been going on it's just a matter of what's newly happening in terms of fighting yeah exactly i can't wait i wish it came out now <laughs> i know i'm i'm pretty stoked honestly that one's gonna be really fun to go see in the theater some more images that were released for another film that is coming out uh, kind of soon. Not really. Um, the animated Airbender sequel. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, we got a uh, first look at the Aang gang as adults. So excited. Um, they all look great. They look in wonderful health. 100%. Sokka's little fucking sword thing looks badass. Um, Got my boy Zuko looking fire, do, some may say. <laughs> do you think that we're going to get a little bit more explored for Zuko's mother? Um, I would hope so, especially, I don't know, I know it's been some time now since they did it, but since they directly freaking teased it back in Korra, just, you know, mm -hmm. asking straight up about it. But I don't know. I, I think they'll maybe involve that. I could see that at least being either a flashback or something. But because um, I know Katara helps them with that. And that's like a whole big part of their arc of them, you know, becoming closer just as people. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it, though. It's just I'm glad that it's happening because... We definitely missed out on a lot of time because I love Korra, but I just really wanted to see those like prime years of the gang. Yeah, same here, especially with Toph. Oh, like, dude, oh, badass. We need to see like because um because we like she is in Korra, like, but not she's fucking old now. Well, yeah, I mean, she's still great, but, you know, we only get flashes of them, like, right, kind of getting closer when Aang was in older years of his life. So, I mean, we didn't really get to see her, like, in a lot of action, just little tidbit things. Yeah, we need to see, like, because she's still, like, I don't know, people forget that she's part of a fucking royal family still. Oh, yeah, like, she did her own thing, for sure, with the police force and whatnot, but, you know, it's still, like, you know, she comes from a lineage. There's definitely history there. Yeah, like, there's still a lot to be explored with her character. Um, like, Aang is gonna be even... How the fuck old is he? 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, at this point, well, if everyone's in what their thirties, so then he would be like in his like 120s, almost 130s. Jesus. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, that'd be pretty freaking crazy. I could definitely see them doing something. I don't know. I want to see like if he does learn at least more about just the airbenders and whatnot, just learning like, you know, just more about like their past, their culture, like maybe when they were like truly like the overall peak of just benders in, in general and maybe just society. Cause that'd be kind of cool. I mean, they are like the most peaceful of every bender. And we are getting the film um, with Sozin and his sister. Um, so, and we kind of talked about the possibility of a theory that, um, you know, she could be maybe Aang's mother because she spends a lot of time with the Air Nomads and Sozin is the one who completely wipes out the Air Nomads. Maybe that was for a specific reason. Maybe he was jealous of something. Um, it would be interesting if we see some of that also tie into this Airbender film as well, if he is going to um, try to find out more of his people. Maybe he finds out something about his mama. I would hope so, because, I mean, he deserves it. Um, Aang's been through a lot, like, just in, you know, in what he has experienced the short time of his life. Um, he definitely just, I feel like, you know, he found happiness, obviously, as, he, as we've seen through the show, him finding his family through his friends and whatnot and finding Katara and all that. But it's still getting the closure on his own background and whatnot would just be really cool to see, um, especially if this is, like, the last... Thing we'll see with them at the age that they're at yeah it sucks i wish it came out sooner um i guess it's going to be released october 10th 2025 which if we could just time travel to 2025 that'd be swell crazy we'll have already seen king dynasty king dynasty yeah by then jesus that's freaking wild but uh I don't know. I I'm still excited either way because we have the Azula movie later this year, and then we have uh, the live action series on Netflix at some point this year as well. So mm -hmm. still more content. And then there's content next year as well. So it's definitely going to be at least a nice feed leading up to this epic movie. That me personally, I mean, I'm I'm excited for everything, but especially the continuation series. But this is going to be awesome. Yeah, it's only been fucking over 10 years yeah i feel like there's just those rare properties that really gotta torture us like that you know you got this you got the incredibles you got finding nemo you just got all these different like properties that just make you really wait for it avatar tricks <laughs> <laughs> the other avatar <laughs> but yeah no uh, i don't know i i definitely am excited though i hope we get to see maybe pushing a harder rating possibly i mean i know i'm hoping for pg-13 pushing that yeah for sure i mean we got some more uh adulter themes in cora with sexuality oh um, yeah that so, and like some of the violence too i mean some of that's yeah. so brutal yeah so they're, they're all adults now we're all adults now Show us Aang's dick. Is there an arrow on it or not? 
<laughs> oh my god no it, it just it it goes all the way down his spine and it just stops right above his butt crack it goes up through his ass through his <laughs> through the gooch and then it comes up down the bottom so you wouldn't see the air you wouldn't see the air on the top yeah <laughs> oh my god no that's freaking oh my god now i want to see like the start of Aang and Katara maybe starting like their family. That'd be pretty cool by the end of it. You know how they started. Oh yeah. Say? Hey Katara, you want to find the how many how many arrows does he have right now? Five. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> you wanna, did you know I had a sixth arrow? <laughs> I got more tattoos, Katara. <laughs> I don't think you need like this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hope we get to see. Uh, hope we get to see some Kyoshi Warrior action in that one. Really. Oh. Oh. Yeah. You're talking about act. Like, see. Yeah, Kyoshi Warriors would be sick. I thought you were talking about like <laughs> with Ang and. No, my God, no. I was no, like, oh. No, I mean that'd be you know good for Ang, but no, I mean I just want to see them friggin' back in action because they were one of the cooler, like just regular people like non-benders like, yeah like the non-benders that actually still put up a damn good fight against benders 100 or did you happen to see the uh, trailer for age of extinction not age of extinction geez i'm thinking of transformers for um rise of the beasts beast wars yeah yes. live action beast wars yes i did here's one thing that just mm, kind of bugs me why do they have fur yeah, I'm wondering if it's like, like more like um, what not is malleable, it? but I'm thinking if it's like wire. I don't know. They look like I don't know. Maybe just if like not, the, just kind of like yeah. I'm just kind of spitballing, but I don't know. Yeah, that was like a little. The weird. apes got tufts of fur on like his shoulders and his titties and the. I was like yeah. trying to look at it. I was like, ah, is that like real? Is that actually hair? Yeah, I was like, what do I got my hair? That doesn't make any sense. But yeah, it looks badass. Uh, I've I've honestly fallen off of Transformers. I think I've seen all the Michael Bay Transformers movies. I think um, I watched. I don't think I saw Bumblebee. That one was actually really good. I don't, I don't remember if I saw Bumblebee. I think I would have remembered John Cena and Haley Steinfeld. But um, this one looks all right. It looks definitely uh, visually appealing. Like the, the graphics look fucking sick. That's for sure. Finally get an actual uh, Unicron in this one as well. About damn time. Yep. That's very sick. Not only that, um, just the the looks of the Transformers themselves, like fucking um, the whole Gen One style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like fucking nailed it. I I, I was a big fan of Mike, like Michael Bay's redesign, but this is just fucking. This is what we've been needing the whole time. 
Well, and it like perfectly mixes that semi-realistic where like you've still got some of the inner functions and whatnot, like that you can see on them, where it's not just this perfect blocky, like, you know, yeah. little too animated style transformer. Um, I like that. One. <laughs> no, I mean, I love like how it looks in the cartoon and like the 3D animation that they've done before. Like those were my bread and butter growing up, but. For live action and just like i don't know to make it fit with like real real people it would look kind of like funky with them walking around all chunky like but is uh, this the same one where it has the trailer for like where that like mexican kid is hopping out bumblebee and he should be getting decapitated but he's like sliding out of him um are you talking about like uh he's getting out of the the porsche yeah oh yeah it's not bumblebee yeah yeah like he's I he's, he's like drifting and then he like comes yeah, out. Yeah, I know what you're talking about and he gets out of it. Are you saying yeah, every, every time they do that in the movies, I'm like, mm, that dude should be getting his arm ripped off or something. Oh bro, like well, especially with like the Transformers like grab the people, like, you know, and all the Michael Bay ones when like Sam's flying through the air and stuff and Bumblebee or Optimus are grabbing him, I'm like, they would there's no way you'd always have perfect control. You'd crunch him by accident one of those times. They're just like the G force of like, <gasps> like Yeah. Like you're like if he like happens to like, you know, if they like land on the ground and like his arm slams down and then just Sam just face plants onto like their chest, just freaking head explodes, but no, like there's definitely like a lot more realism to it. So like, and then they like literally show Optimus picking up Noah in this one, and I'm just like, ah, oh, geez, like, it's poor dude. He's just trying to like probably go about his night. Probably not even his actual car. It's probably just one that, like, you know, it's probably just gotten the wrong one that was cloned to look like it. Um, is that Michelle Yeoh? Yes. She that little that, that little hard that that Falcon punch. That hook, yeah. That motherfucking sissy bird. <laughs> they must that's work together sick. in this trying time. That's fucking sick. I don't know. And that's the thing, too. Like, that bird's got feathers. It just looks weird to me. Oh, I, I agree. <laughs> I'm, like, still trying to figure that out. Because, I mean, I will say, though, in the old freaking Beast Wars, like, that was obviously different animation, like, much more dated animation. But they definitely look more like real animals in that one than these ones do. These ones are still more of a hybrid of metal and, yeah. like, real. They look like a mecha. So I'm wondering if they're trying to, like, I don't know, maybe it's, like, a thing that they can only, like, perfectly clone so much to where, like, they can just blend in enough. I'm not too sure how that's going to work. But either way, though, I like a lot of the action in this preview. Um I want to talk about the one shot in the preview where Scourge impales Bumblebee from what it looks like. I don't oh. think that's Bumblebee. I oh. think that's our boy Mirage because he's known to duplicate oh. and to disguise. I think that's going to be our big death in the movie and they're just covering it up. Interesting. That'd be cool. I mean, Bumblebee gets fucking near capped every single movie. He seems to come out on top, so even if it really is the real Bumblebee, I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I just they just showed like a big freaking blade going through him, and like I could have swore it almost looked like part of him kind of glitched a bit. I mean, mm -hmm. I could just been like tripping at the visuals, but I don't know. I could see that being the case because like when they're doing like the whole, you know, the gang pulling up shot at the end of the trailer before the one shot, like when they're all like in a line, you don't technically see 
Mirage in that lineup. I mean, it could just be he's not like in the full, you know, he's in the rest of the shot and they're just not showing it. But I don't know. I have like a bad feeling, especially because like, you know, they tend to kill a lot of these cool characters like Jazz pretty fast. And no, not Jazz. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm mad they did that in the first one. That's the only thing that doesn't make the first one a perfect movie for me. <laughs> but um, no, I, uh, I could just see it, especially if, you know, Bumblebee set up the end of that movie to make it seem like they're still making it be the same universe, even though the Unicron thing has me confused, but I don't know. I'm definitely intrigued though, by what's going to happen because there's definitely some, some stakes to the movie. There's Autobots that could die. I mean, we've got RC, like the real RC this time, not freaking whatever that awful looking design was in the Michael Bay. Yeah, little fucking, yeah. Little RC twins. Yeah. All three uh, of them. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I don't know. It's definitely gonna be really cool. The that one shot though at the end that was badass. I'm very excited. Do we? Is, do you think this is setting up a whole new? Like they're trying to kick off a new slate of franchise Transformers films. Um, I mean Hasbro is like one of the kings of milk, but I don't know. I can <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely see them like at least doing one more after this if they want to to maybe solidify like oh like it's like the bumblebee trilogy <laughs> like, I don't know. that's the like, thing is i feel like that's why i'm not as extremely hype as i want to be for this film is i'm like ah, you guys are really running out of ideas man where are you gonna go from here how many times can you say a really cool quote and then end on lincoln park how many times have we got to teach you this lesson, <laughs> old man? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely, I don't know, I'm, I'm keeping my hopes up, but I'm not like expecting true greatness. I mean, I know, like you know, at the end of the day, these movies are what they yeah, are. Yeah, Transformers. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, the kid in me like is just really excited to see a lot of the stuff from my childhood coming to fruition, at least. I mean, for that, especially Scourge, like I loved him when I was a kid. Um, he was a really cool villain, but um, either way though, I think this will be one of the better Transformers movies in retrospect. Is this a, is this like this one on Bumblebee? Are they a different timeline than the Michael Bay films? No. So with the Bumblebee movie, it sets it up to be like the whole, like the exact same like universe because basically he's the the bug like in the whole movie but then he copies the classic camaro from the beginning of the first one and then uh, he goes to bernie max spot yeah and he literally pulls up there that's literally how it ends oh that's so sick i miss bernie mac that's literally my favorite part of that whole film yeah no freaking bobby yeah no I... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I I love him. He was like just the <laughs> highlight of that whole scene. Yeah, it was um, a good one. Oh god, yeah, no, he was he was just freaking great. But no, I um I was really like excited for that because that one's set in the '80s. This one's obviously '94, so there's mm. gonna be like some difference to it. So I'm kind of curious as to why he leaves like the car lot like i wonder if that's just like his little hangout hub like no. doing his missions he just kind of like pops back in there like bernie don't even notice <laughs> but yeah it's like his character don't even like maybe they just have like a younger version of him there like freaking just like what the hell <laughs> like you know like i'd love you think we're gonna get a, a whitwicky mention you know man i miss the whitwickies 
I it pains me so much that we didn't even just get a snippet, just not even a like a direct mention of him in the fourth and fifth Michael Bay movie. Like that just broke my heart. I mean, I know Shia was like going through his stuff then and there, but he was like in a dark place. So I mean, it's like you can't. I don't know. You can't fault the dude. Everyone goes through shit, but I don't know. I'm I'm really hoping that one day, maybe even at the end of the, the true, the end game of the transformers movies, <laughs> you know, not just all the transformers coming together, but all the humans too. <laughs> we can get Noah, we can get Kate Yeager. We can get freaking Sam Witwicky. Fuck it. Fucking on your left. <laughs> Don't freak out. Don't freak out. God. Did you see, um, freaking speaking of like Avengers type stuff, Freaking Noah getting his mech suit at the end of the trailer. Oh, yeah. So I never, I mean, I watched Transformers as a kid, but they got fucking, they got Gundams too. Yeah, dude. They got freaking like, yeah, I forget what the character's name is, the human guy in like the old show. But yeah, he got like a, a suit at one point and freaking like was able to help out at least for like a bit. You know, it wasn't like, tanking people but he was at least like putting up a fight okay i mean that'll be pretty cool at least help you know make him more useful instead of just the i gotta get out of here (laughs) the more we're talking about this the more i'm thinking about how much i love the michael bay films (laughs) i love them don't get me wrong like there's things i can like about four and five but i can't like love them as much as the first three um down got john turismo or whatever his name is oh yeah <laughs> john turismo freaking uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> freaking falcone yeah yeah uh, <laughs> god i don't live with my mother my love my mother lives with me there's a difference <laughs> i fucking love his character yeah, no. Agent Simmons, he was probably one of the best parts of that universe, you know. But... His underwear was the best part of that universe. <laughs> one man! Alone! You're <laughs> <laughs> not alone, stop saying that. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm directly beneath the enemy scrotum. Yeah, the enemy scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a legend. Bro, I'm so glad he's in the Batman universe technically now. For real. Oh, that's great. But no, I I think it'll be I think it'll be pretty solid. I mean, I don't know. It's definitely got a no offense to Mark Wal- Wahlberg. I love the guy. He just ain't no way he was passing for a Texan in those movies. And I don't oh. know what they're where they're going with them, but this I'm is just in those. We just won't talk about the the subplot with this kid that was really weird. I, see like i part of me was like trying to like ah like but then it's just like this is the one call scene and that's it it's like oh okay it's very texan it's just like what is this why and uh another news no no trailer no nothing no pictures just news kung fu panda 4 i'm so excited the jack black Music is not going to stop. You know, he's going to write a Kung Fu Panda song for the movie after the success for his peaches. I Oh, you know it, dude. The actual music video did it for that. Oh, God, yeah. No, I need it for this movie at this point. Yep. 
um, Kung Fu Panda 4. I love the first one. I went to go, I actually lived in Pasadena, California, which uh, I fucking love. It's very, like, historic for, like, theater. Mm. Um, and I actually was taking theater class a lot in middle school around that time. So my theater class took a field trip to the local theater where we saw a play. Um, I think it was Rats. And then um, we also went to the local movie theater, which was like very historic. And we saw fucking Kung Fu Panda 1. And God damn it, I had the best time. And I'm very excited for part four. Uh, it, it sounds like there's going to be a new villain by the name of the Chameleon. And he's going to be able to summon all of Poe's past villains. Yes, sir. We're going to get some Tai Lung action, baby. Now, do we think that's going to be like um, soul reaping? Like, are they, is he going to like truly bring him back to the from the dead? You know, or like, is it like, is he going to bring him back to the dead and they're going to have their consciousness and be like, oh, you fucking defeated me, Poe, but I'm back? Or is it going to be like necromancy where they're going to be under a spell? Um, or do you think there's going to be some form of time travel because that's a very popular thing right now and they're going to be like plucked from time and brought back to fight? Um, I could see the time travel thing kind of being woven in there in some way, um, possibly. But I don't know. I think one thing for sure, we could see a form of like some necromancy. Like I could see him, if anything, maybe... Almost using evil magic. green smoke coming out their eyes. Well, because it's definitely like a very magical universe, like very mystical. So I could definitely see him using some kind of like dark magic or essence to kind of almost like taskmaster's way into like mimicking the villains and like almost maybe even like, you know, capturing their appearance. Because the whole ch chameleon name, that makes me think of like imitation. That makes me think that he's going to be able to either adapt their skills and like pretty much like kind of be like a scroll in a sense and just like look like a copy Ooh. of them or something kind of confuse him maybe like so he thinks that these villains have like somehow resurfaced or something but i don't I know see. i could definitely see it being some sort of mind game in a sense now the other question i have is why would they make it only villains that's what i'm curious about like i don't Are know we're gonna see some allies come back from the dead we could. I mean, we very much could. I don't know. I feel like there could be maybe, like like I was saying with like the magic thing, maybe there's magic involved in general that's even discovered by Poe that this chameleon character is clearly like possibly mastered that you can either communicate or almost like someone like kind of like a, like a ward in a sense, like almost like Klaus and Umbrella Academy being able to like have like ghosts that you can summon to kind of help you. It's like a familiar yeah. just kind of bring it in just kind of help you out i kind of yes. see something like that because if they're gonna fucking bring back fucking any villains they need to bring back master shifu also master oh Uguay, Uguay back better be back <laughs> yeah Uguay, that's kind of a given but please shifu because he kicks ass Oh, 100%. I mean, just for being such a little dude, like, I mean, that's the best part about these movies is, like, 
doesn't matter what kind of, you know, like what your size is, like what your stature can be like, you know, there's a skill set for everybody. Like that's the best part about it. Yeah. You, know, you got Mantis that literally just freaking hopping around. My favorite scene in the first movie is when they hand both the freaking bridge ropes to him and he's just sitting there like looking at he's about to lose his breath and he's just holding onto these ropes for this whole thing. <laughs> freaking praying Mantis. Like, <laughs> I like Monkey the most. I love Monkey. So freaking hilarious. Like, I don't know. I Don't get me wrong. I love Tigress. Like, can't go wrong there. But I don't know. I just, like, I love the whole crew. But I don't know. Like, everyone's pretty sick. I'm excited to see them come back. I'm excited to see some, to kick some tenders. I just want to see, like, I want to see Poe mastering some noodles. That's all I want to see. I want to see some That's good say. food. That's like I want to see some fucking thing. noodles, god damn it. I want to either like go have like some like some good food before or after seeing this film cuz like I feel like that's like what these movies always do to me. Like at some point I'm just like god dang it, I just need to go get like a nice bowl of ramen or something. <laughs> you know, um Kung Fu Panda is actually why I know how to use chopsticks. Oh really? Like, the first Kung Fu Panda DVD, like, had a behind-the-scenes, like, featurette that was, oh, like, like little instructing, yeah, like, how to best learn to use chopsticks, and that's how I learned. Oh, no way. No, I forget. Yeah. Anytime we'd go to, like, a Chinese or a Japanese restaurant, my dad would always, like, show me. He'd always freaking, like, get me, like, in the habit of it, and I got really good at it, so now I just do that anytime we go eat sushi. I don't even... I haven't used a fork at a Chinese place in a while. Yeah, I just hit up a... Uh, fucking P.F. Chang's with my mother-in-law uh, uh, two days ago, I think. <sighs> yeah. Every single time I use chopsticks, I think of fucking, I think of Kung Fu Panda. I'm like, thank you, Poe. Right? <laughs> I think of uh, Karate Kid. I can't help it. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> the fucking fly. Yeah. This... <laughs> yeah, no. Freaking, um, but... I think that this is going to be a very emotional film because I feel like Poe is clearly, you know, he's at his master rank. He's apparently training the new dragon warrior. So I feel like it's definitely going to have a lot of like heavy themes to it. Yeah. And do, I mean, do pandas live very long? You know, that's a great question, actually. <laughs> um, let's see. Average panda lifespan. It is 20 years. Oh, that's not good. Oh. <laughs> that's not good. The oldest is like 35. When did the first movie come out? <laughs> like mid-2000s, not even freaking 2010 yet, I want to say. So maybe. Could it have been? <laughs> oh, God. 2008, yeah. Same year as Iron Man. Maybe. Oh, wow. What a year. <laughs> God. Dang, they're gonna kill him. I. <laughs> oh no. He's gonna <laughs> die. Gonna he is gonna die. Fuck. But hopefully he'll die peacefully, like Uga. Like he'll just wither away. Uh, it, you know what would be sad as hell is if they get like another like parallel shot with like him laying next to his student like when he laid next to Shifu like when he thought he was like at peace and whatnot in the first one. Something like that where. It's just this perfect mirroring where they can like tie it all around. 
finally brings him to this full circle moment where he truly has become the master and whatnot. Like he's accomplished everything he's wanted to in this whole martial arts lifestyle. Or the chameleon's gonna rip out his fucking heart. <laughs> Set him on fire. <laughs> God, no, I oh my god i i hope nothing bad happens to my boy i just want him to have a good life <laughs> but i don't know i i am worried though i i don't know either way I, I don't think i think someone's not coming out of this whether it's him or like one of the yeah maybe 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 yeah fucking decapitator head off yeah <laughs> darth vader they're gonna put it on a spike <laughs> Put on a stake and make it talk to Poe. Like, come get me, boy. <laughs> no, he's going to be looking for her, and her head's just going to be decapitated just on, like, you know. I mean, I know they're all living animals, but just a regular ass turtle, just breaking bad reference. Just oh, shit. <laughs> just moving along. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, I don't know. I, I'm definitely expecting a lot from this, though. I'm, I'm excited. I love the first three. Me too. Either way, no matter what happens, it's going to be solid. Yeah. What a crazy uh, like half week or almost a week for Fantastic Four news. Jesus Christ. It was a roller coaster. Mila Kunis was fucking rumored to be playing first Sue Storm, then The Thing... Um, she has come out and said that she is n- not in the movie. Um, that was when she was asked if she was playing Sue Storm. Um, so hopefully she's not being kind of coy and she is the fucking thing. Um, but I'm going to take it as she's not going to be in the movie. Just because, please don't do that. <laughs> I see here's my thing you can look at your options that's you know like it's part of almost every workplace in America at this point where you have to be open to any application you have to at least you know you at least have to look at the thing um (laughs) I you know like that's that's unfortunate you know like for the sake of inclusivity you have to at least ponder all your options and I think this is a, you know, we're in a sense where we've seen gender swaps be done before. The ancient one, for instance, you know, like that's one where at least like it can work out. I mean, I know a lot of people were upset with at least the whitewashing per se of the character. But, you know, we have seen gender swaps, race swaps, all sorts of swaps for characters for, you know, for because it is an adaptation, you know, Um, you know, changing Namor's or Namor's origins, you know, that's like a whole different thing, you know, like all these different things to kind of change it up. But I just think this would be a huge mistake. It, his name is Ben. Well, yeah, his name is Ben, you know, not not Benny, not Bernice, you know. Um, I, you know, I just want to see a true Fantastic Four iteration, like, just right from the panel. That's, you know, apparently this is Kevin Feige's baby. This is his passion project, his number one over everything and anything. And if that's the case just cast them the right way man like i know they're saying they're looking for a jewish actor so i mean jason seagal is literally jewish 
Seth Rogen's literally Jewish. Like these are people that have been mentioned to be. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's Jason Segal because she's known him for years. You said Jason Segal. Yeah, Jason Segal, Segal. Yeah. I thought no. I thought you. I thought you were saying Steven Segal. Oh, oh no, that guy. No, that guy needs to stay away from just any movies, even the ones that he makes with his own production company. But I thought you said Steven Segal is literally Jewish. I was like, is, man. <laughs> oh my god, he would be a great thing. <laughs> I mean, he already is a thing as it is in real life. But <laughs> um, no, I uh, I think it's honestly Jason Segal. I could see that being the most realistic option. She literally does know him, unless it is maybe Ashton Kutcher. Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't mind that. I would take I it. People were saying like, "Oh, is he Reed Richards?" I was like, "I don't think so. I don't think that's what they're getting at." I fuck with the Kutch. Unless Kristen Bell is Susan Storm, because they're also great friends. Mm. But I don't know. What if fucking Eric Foreman is going to play? Topher Grace. Yeah, Topher Grace is going to be Human Torch. Topher Grace is Lee Richards. (laughs) No, I, uh, me personally, I said it like, I, I think, I don't know. Out of every, all the people, obviously, it seems like Adam Driver is the clear frontrunner, at least. That's what a lot of people are corroborating. So, me personally, I like it. I fuck with it. Um, very down to see what he brings to the table. He's a very good dramatic actor as well, so that'd be good for a serious tone. Um, I would personally like to see if that's the case. I'd like to see Vanessa Kirby by his side as Sue Storm. I've said this um, to you, you know, as we've texted before, it's just really tough for me to, I don't know, like, picture a cast that isn't the original cast from the old school 2000s films. I just fucking love that cast. I know the film isn't that good, but how are you going to top Jessica Alba? How are you going to top fucking... Chris Evans. Yon Grufford. A lot of people have been popping up on social media lately saying they really, you know, same thing. How are you going to top him as like Reed Richards type deal? Um, How are you going to top the ball sack from the shield? Michael Chiklis. My boy Michael Chiklis. He's got no chicks. <laughs> oh my god. No, she uh, freaking... Jessica Alba, she did a great job. Apparently her and the crew are rumored for Deadpool 3 so maybe we'll get our closure there. I hope Perhaps. so. Apparently, Yon Grufford's also rumored for there, so we could um, see like you know the last iteration of them to truly cancel out the Fox universe, if you will. Um, Zoe Zoltana did recently say in an interview that she is done with Gamora after Guardians Three. Um, I she, doesn't, she didn't say necessarily that Gamora is going to die. Um, but she said she is done playing the character. So what the fuck does that mean? So she's going to die then? No, my my whole thinking, the way they're playing into it with this movie, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a vibe similar to the movie of The Breakup, where 
you know, you've got these characters that you're like kind of in, in the headspace of, well, maybe they're going to get back together. Maybe that's the whole, you know, the usual romance kind of thing. They're going to get back together by the end of it. You know, with this new, this new version of Gamora from 2014 and then Peter Quill trying to, you know, get over her, but at the same time still wants to have what he had with the other Gamora, the one that he was used to, you know, they loved that loved him back and, you know, they understood each other. I think it could be just them truly going their separate ways and understanding like Quill coming to the understanding and being okay with this is the way the world is, you know, like maybe she sees that, you know, you know, that he is like a good person. All this stuff isn't just like some dumb idiot, but I don't think they're going to get back together. But then where the fuck is she going to go? I mean, as far as we know, she leads the Ravagers at this point. So, I mean, I'm saying like any other occurrence that's going to happen in the universe, she's going to stay out of it. What a dickhead. I mean, unless it's like, you know, if they somehow convince her for Secret Wars, I mean, that'd be like the only instance, but it'd be like a brief cameo at that instance. It wouldn't even be like anything major because really Star-Lord and technically Groot are the only Guardians that are like at the forefront of the newer Secret Wars story. So either way, I don't really see her having much of an involvement down the way anyways. Like I feel like if anyone that's still going to be active, like the two most likely to be still active are going to be Star-Lord and Rocket. Those are my choices. I think those motherfuckers are going to die. Both of them? Both of them. What? I think they're both going to die, and I think... I won't say it now, but I have a... I have a guess as to who the new leader will be, temporarily. No, I think Drax is the one, man. He's good as gone. Oh, yeah, he is going to die. They're all going to die. No, they're not all... No, we already... James Gunn already said not everyone's going to die. Yeah, we'll still have Groot and Mantis and Nebula. (laughs) And Cosmo. And Cosmo. And, uh... Maybe Kraglin unless he dies also because he's barely in the fucking trailers. (laughs) I think it's going to be the Drax. Those are my guesses. Those are who are dying. One will affect the whole crew... One will affect Peter specifically. That's his last tie to Yondu. Oh, yeah. No. Peter's going to be too busy being dead. (laughs) (laughs) I think my whole thing is I don't think Star-Lord's going to, like, die. I think he will take a break, take a beat. Like, he's, like, been going on this, like, they're still trying to save the world, as we saw in Love and Thunder with, like, the little bit we had them in there, and... You know, it seems like he's kind of just pushing along. And same with, like, the holiday special. Like, he's kind of just making do. I think he kind of just wants to hang up the hang up his uh, cool nanotech helmet and just call it a day. Yep. We'll see. But, I don't know. I think Rocket, I think they're teasing it way too hard. I think, yeah, we're going to get a very tragic backstory and a lot of exposition, thankfully, on his character. Because, obviously, High Evolutionary being the villain and whatnot. But... I think it's just it's a it's a ruse. They're gonna pull the rug out right from under us and just spread our cheeks right there. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's in a, it's only in a couple of days. I know, dude. I'm going first first opportunity I can first day it's out. I think. Uh, yeah. Let me see the date. Uh, well, first is like Wednesday, right? The first is tomorrow. What? No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, like first showing, not not like first, first. 
Oh. <laughs> that was a great watch. <laughs> I don't know. Do they do Wednesday showings? I thought they do Thursday showings. I could have swore I've gotten to them here at least. Maybe. Well, I have a doctor's appointment on Thursday with my wife for our second child. Nice. So we're probably going to go on Thursday. Hell yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. It is Thursday. Yeah. Earliest is 3 p.m. for me. Hell yeah. Well, that's that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm gonna see that as soon as possible because I've just I've been watching a lot of non-spoiler reviews, like reading a lot of them, and definitely sounds like this is one to not miss. This is everyone's calling it the best movie since Endgame. Like it's definitely one that is for not like a older older audience, but like you know, just if you've grown with the franchise, like you'll you appreciate this. If you say fuck, you're going to like this one. <laughs> oh, that's going to be crazy for the first actual one to happen. Yeah, and the constant, the context that it's in is hilarious. I know. But, I don't know, Adam Warlock, like we were talking about, I'm excited for that. Like, so many things for this movie to look forward to. Seeing Aisha's fine-ass back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, Chronic Thinkers, that brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Chronic Thoughts Podcast. As always, I am one of your hosts, Jake, a.k.a. The Daily Schwab. And I'm the other one, Angela, a.k.a. your friendly neighborhood nerd. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this one. Just kind of fill in the blanks on some of the most recent trailers. There's been a lot of them recently, so... Definitely looking forward to getting some more information from some of the news run dumped on the next episode. Hoping we get some more information on Fantastic Four. Apparently, the cast will be revealed within the next couple weeks, so maybe we'll have that by the next episode. We'll see.